My entitled manager is refusing to pay me the full amount that I deserve, dancing around the law and claiming any kind of loophole they can find just to keep from paying me my full wage. And now, as a result of my complaining, they're trying to fire me as some kind of retaliation. And I now see myself in a legal battle that I honestly never expected. Here's what happened. So to start things off, I've been in the restaurant game for about eight years now. My current restaurant is definitely on the shadier side when it comes to employment practices. From threatening to pull shifts if we don't get good Google reviews, to an extremely hostile and incompetent expo who will scream, curse at you, and slam things for nothing at all. They've also been getting fast and loose with the tip jar. I first raised the issue when they implemented a new chart for cleaning side work, in addition to normal side work, that clearly runs afoul of 80-20. The chart says to pick three things per shift to complete, and the tasks included cleaning every booth in the restaurant, moving every table and vacuuming, cleaning every outside table, etc. They also started this when we were understaffed on bussers, so I think it was an extra effort to save money on labor from having to hire new ones. Servers were also told to pick up the slack in cleaning the bathrooms. Again, wasn't making a huge deal about it, but hey, this could be a liability if someone makes a ruckus about it. My manager had never heard of 80-20 or any other limitations on what work servers can and cannot do for the tip credit. I showed my GM the law and he said to email it to him and he'll send it to corporate. A few weeks go by and nothing happens. So I think to myself, okay, whatever, that's on me I guess. To be fair, I really wasn't expecting it to go anywhere. However, the pot got a bit stirred when I got trained on the bar and did work a full week of training shifts where I couldn't earn any tips. And I saw that they claimed the tip credit for the entire week. Additionally, they scheduled me for an 8am cleaning shift on my day off, even though we open at 11 o'clock. I'd ask the managers on three separate occasions if I would at least get minimum wage for the 8am cleaning shift. They kept saying yes, but lo and behold, they never changed it and my pay stub reflected the tip credit applied for all the hours worked. At this point, I drafted up a written request for the unpaid wages, detailing every opening shift I've worked as well as the training week, the deep cleaning shift, and a couple of notable nights that I had to hang out and do side work despite not having tables for hours. I ultimately did cool off a little bit and I didn't turn it in. Fast forward a few more weeks to yesterday and they said corporate finally answered the legal email and said no. As long as we get minimum wages for the week, that's all that's required, which is just flat out a lie. So now I'm angry that they're playing games. So I just say forget it. So I update the request for wages for all opening shifts that I've had and I decide to go ahead and turn it in. Today, the very next day, as soon as I come in, they pull me into the office. They say they're writing me up for this list I made. I made a very detailed closing list on how to close for a new guy whose first night it was closing. I'd actually gone super detailed on how to time things and properly clean things. For example, nobody ever cleans the tea nozzles and they get grimy and disgusting and have flies every morning. I mean, I literally made a schematic of the nozzle as well as how to take it apart. I'd also made some jokes, which for example, there's one girl I'm friends with, but tease her because she's notorious for skipping out on side work. Again, we're friends. I tease her and she laughs and takes it in all good faith. We literally got juice together today on break. I had shown the manager the list when I made it over a week ago and she kept saying that she loved it. She needs to type that up. I better save it for her and it's so true. Today, the same manager says she's writing me up because the jokes in the list are unacceptable. But I said that is BS. I wasn't born yesterday and I was hoping the wage thing could be resolved easily. All I ever wanted was to be acknowledged. But now they're obviously going the retaliation route 
and things are going to get messy. They just swore, no, this is unacceptable. This is unprofessional behavior. I asked the girl if she really felt that way about it and she had not even heard anything about it. She literally said no, but she did find the jokes hilarious. And as I was typing this at the bar after work, a guy that the manager is trying to spend some quality time with was also here as well. I've always been cool with him. I gave him a brief summary of what happened and he said he's not supposed to tell me this, but yeah, they're trying to get rid of me. My manager already asked him if he knows any bartenders because I'm on the way out. I submitted a complaint to the Department of Labor, but on Monday, I plan to call and update the complaint as soon as possible, with the obvious retaliation efforts in note. If they don't pay the wages within 15 days, I plan to pursue arbitration for the wages, as well as liquidated damages and any damages that result from retaliation. So I really hope it all goes well. Wow, this situation is honestly crazy. The fact that these people would act this way and basically try to throw you under the bus all because you want to get paid fairly is completely unacceptable. There is no good reason for that in the slightest. Like, think about it. You just want to get paid what you're worth. You want them to pay you for your time and your efforts. This is not a charity. You're not doing this for free. That is not how this works in the slightest. And the fact that they would try and take advantage of that and not pay you the full amount that you deserve is really toxic and seriously not okay. I don't care what these people are like. I don't care if they're rude or mean or nasty. When you start messing with someone else's money like that, you can expect some kind of legal battle. And it really sounds like the original poster is about to do that. So hopefully you not only lawyer up with this situation, but also that it turns out to be in your benefit. Because these people sound awful. And I seriously think that these people need a wake-up call. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My manager fires me after I refuse to work since I was not even on the schedule that week. And without my participation in this business, the entire place inevitably shuts down only eight months later. And I've never been more satisfied in my life. Here's what happened. Many years ago, I worked at a place with lots of arcade games and pizza, similar to a Chuck E. Cheese. I was hired to do maintenance, repair, and setup for these arcade machines. There was already someone there doing this, but they were never allowed to work more than 40 hours a week. And the place was open seven days a week, nine hours a day. So that's a total of 63 hours a week, not including prep for opening and cleanup after closing. At the end of my first shift, I was told that I was also expected to help with the cleanup since everyone that worked close had to help with the cleanup as well. And all of my shifts were closing shifts. This meant that I had less time before my morning classes than I expected, especially when I started taking the job. But a few extra bucks was valuable to a starving college student. Fast forward about two months and the new manager who's fresh out of high school gets his big boy boots on and starts making rules. The first rule is, is that a schedule with everyone's hours for the next week will be posted by Friday morning. And the second rule is that you must clock in before your posted shift start time, but not more than five minutes before your shift. And the third rule was that you must clock out at the end of your posted shift end time, no more than five minutes after. At the end of my first shift, after these rules were created, I clocked out and left everyone else to do the cleanup. To be clear, it's not like I was getting time and a half overtime or anything like that. All I expected was to be paid my normal rate, and they didn't even want to pay me that, so I clocked out and just left. At the beginning of my next shift, they were very angry with me. They expected me to clock out and then work over an hour for free every single shift. These were only five-hour shifts too, mind you. But you know what? I refused. The next week, they posted a new schedule with my shift ending an hour later. Since everyone saw the list, they all got mad. I guess they were all just fine with wage theft until one person refused. The next week, everyone had an extra hour on their shifts. And at this 
this point, his wage theft scheme had fallen apart. Fast forward a couple of weeks, and this new manager doesn't come in on Thursday. In fact, he doesn't come in until Monday. No schedule is posted. And once Monday afternoon rolls around, I go in to get my check and say to them, see you next week. I'm told my shift started half an hour ago, and I say that I made plans since I wasn't on the schedule. And no schedule means I couldn't be on it. The manager then pointed to the schedule posted on the wall, printed just hours before. And this was after some of the shifts had already been started. I thanked him for posting next week's schedules early, and then I started to leave. Then I was threatened with termination, and I just kept walking. I came back a week later and talked with a daytime guy doing the same job. He said it was a bad week. Many machines were down, and he was refusing around like $100 in tokens because he was giving much of his time giving refunds to the point where he didn't have enough uninterrupted time to make any repairs. He was also keeping a roll of masking tape with him just so he could tape over the coin slots as the machines failed. So this meant a lot more use on the remaining machines, which really started to show pretty quickly. I go to clock in and I was told that I had been fired. So I just smiled and I happily walked out. I spoke with a daytime guy a little while later and apparently they never filled my position, mostly because people with mechanical and electrical knowledge willing to work minimum wage are kind of rare. Instead, he was getting 14 hours a week in time and a half overtime with a base pay almost twice what I was getting. This extra expense came out of the department budget, which also paid for replacement parts, despite the fact that even before this, it was never enough to buy enough parts. And this from the department budget thing was from the same manager. He simply did not want normal payroll to go up. For a while, basically everyone was carrying around $20 in tokens just to give refunds, but the compensations were unacceptable to the manager, so now only the sales desk could issue refunds, which then meant ordering pizzas took forever, and many people just left angry rather than waiting for a refund. Most machines had tape over the token slots. Now, the backup at the sales desk didn't last long, as few people were coming and no one was booking parties anymore. Other than staff, it was basically empty. It didn't even smell like pizza anymore. With no customers, the daytime guy finally had time to make repairs, but didn't have parts to do most of the repairs. As far as I know, that manager stayed there until the place went under, which is about eight months after I was fired for not working a shift that his own rules said I could not work. And honestly, I've never been more satisfied in my life. What a crazy circumstance. I mean, seriously, the original poster was basically holding that business together. Like the fact that they were there doing their job meant that the rest of this place was able to keep the lights on. Not to mention this stupid manager. They literally fired the one person who could keep things going instead of just being reasonable and saying, okay, come in next week. I mean, if you want to start these dumb rules and try and have this weird enforcement for no reason, then you should expect somebody eventually to come back at you and show just a little bit of malicious compliance. And I also don't blame the original poster for putting their foot down and saying, no, I'm not going to have you steal my wage. I'm not going to clock out early just to then work another hour later. Like, that's just not going to happen. Sorry. Either pay me what I'm worth or guess what? I'll find another job. So I really do think it's good for the original poster that they stood up for themselves and they decided to comply maliciously because you know what? This manager had it coming and hopefully this reality check lasts this guy for the rest of his life. A creepy woman is trying to track down one of our guests at the hotel I work at and the way she was acting and freaking out on us truly was incredibly creepy. Here's what happened. So for reference, this happened back in summer of 2022. I work the 3 to 11 shift at the hotel. So I deal with most, if not all, of the check-ins. This particular guest checked in at around 6 or 7 o'clock. For privacy reasons, I'll just call him Jack. That's not his real name. At check-in, everything went smoothly. Jack seemed like a nice, 
quiet man. Before he went down to his room, he said something that my coworker and I should have taken as a forewarning for the rest of the night. He asked us to not transfer any calls to his room. Later, a woman comes in asking if Jack is there. My coworker tells her that as per policy, we cannot tell her that information. She then thanks him and just leaves. Shortly after that, a phone call comes in, and this time from a slightly different sounding woman who claimed to be from Domino's Pizza, asking for a room number for Jack so she could bring up his pizza. She sounded different enough, and we were really busy as it is, that we didn't really think much of it, and so we just gave the number to her and went about checking other guests in. About five minutes later, we receive a call from Jack asking to be moved since we gave out his location. We realized then what just happened, we apologized, and we promptly moved him again. Fifteen minutes passed by, and we receive another call, this time from the woman. She asked to be transferred to Jack's room, and in the interest of rectifying the mistake that we had made, I tell her that no one under that name is staying here. She tells me that that's just absolute BS, as we had apparently transferred her there. This is when we figured out that the Domino's woman and this woman were in fact the same person. So I guess she's correct, obviously, but I'm not going to tell her that. Instead, I say, I'm sorry, but I don't know what to tell you, ma'am. She then demands to speak to a manager. And the thing is, my managers are only there from 8 until 4 o'clock during the week. So there isn't even a current manager there for her to talk to. I tell her this and she gets angry. She started to cuss me out and threatened to call corporate on me. In response, I say to her, ma'am, if you want to, you can go right ahead and do that. Have a great night. And then I promptly hung up the phone on her. I would have thought that this would have been the end of it, but I was sorely mistaken. Not even five minutes later, I pick up the phone and she's there again, yelling at me and swearing at me and generally just being awful. And when she did that, I immediately hung up again. My coworker calls me to the back office and shows me the cameras. On them, we can clearly see the woman and an unknown man trying the exterior doors around the wing where Jack's room was. We have a can of pepper spray behind the desk, so we grab it and walk down to the halls. But by the time we got there, they were already gone. When we get back to the desk, we notice a silver SUV with a woman and the man in it lurking around in the front of the building. They did this for about an hour and finally left just as we were about to call the cops. And that was the last we ever saw of her that night, and I was honestly very creeped out by the entire experience. First and foremost, I want to say that the hotel is 100% at fault. They gave out this guy's location after he expressly said, hey, I don't want to have my information given out. I want to be privately in this hotel without anybody knowing that I'm here. But the people at the front literally violated that almost immediately. I mean, how inappropriate is that? This guy's trying to sleep in this hotel. He is clearly trying to lay low from the psychopath that is stalking him. And what does the front desk go ahead and do? Oh, they just give out his number to the random pizza person who is clearly just this lady trying to find him. Like, how awful at your job do you have to be to let that happen? Not even 15 minutes after this guy checked in. Completely inappropriate and so unacceptable in my opinion. If I was the guy that had this happen to them, I would have stormed right down to the front desk and demanded a refund because I wouldn't want to stay at a hotel that's going to compromise my safety. Because look at the cameras. Look at all that was going on. These people clearly had ulterior motives and you probably put this guy in a lot of danger. So hopefully if you still do work in the hotel business, maybe 
maybe be just a little bit more mindful of what people want out of their experience because you straight up jeopardize this guy's privacy and that in my opinion is completely unacceptable. My entitled sister-in-law says some awful things about me behind my back creating horrible rumors and awful hearsay all after I gave her and her husband the opportunity to live in my apartment while they tried to find someplace new but after a while I simply had had enough and I requested that they leave sooner than later. Here's what happened. So I'm a 29 year old female and I have two sons one age 9 and one age 10 whose dad passed away four years ago. I have my own two bedroom place that I rent that I've lived in for about five years now and while it is only a two bedroom unit it is still pretty big. Two bedrooms upstairs and a bathroom with a shower toilet and bathtub and a living area room that is closed off and has its own door. Then a kitchen and dining area and then also another bathroom downstairs attached to the laundry room which only has a toilet and a sink. And all of this information is just context because it's relevant to help understand the rest of the story. So the year my son's father passed away about four years ago in September is when he passed and the funeral was early October. So the next month in early November my brother and sister-in-law found themselves homeless. They had only one child at the time which is my sister-in-law's child from a previous relationship. He's about a year old and my brother had stepped up because his own dad wasn't in the picture. So I offer them my son's room for a few weeks until they can get on their feet and get on their way, which I didn't mind and also my sons were okay with it. They had to pay me rent and board of $300 for a fortnight. We all thought it was reasonable as my sister-in-law gets paid nearly $2,000 a fortnight in government benefits. So as time goes on, I realize that my sister-in-law is a very, very lazy person and mother. I do not like mother shaming one bit, but this was different. She was leaving dirty used diapers everywhere. In the bathroom, in the living room, anywhere she changed the child basically. No matter how many times I asked her to please remember to put the diapers in the bin straight away please, it would continuously happen. I also help with her child like babysitting and feeding as well because every evening at dinner time she would complain of being too tired or sick to leave the room. So I would feed him for her. I felt like she was taking advantage of my kindness because it got to the point where I was doing everything for her infant child that she should have been doing herself. She also smokes the herb, if you know what I mean, every single day. And it's like she just wanted to lay around in the room. I spoke to my brother numerous times about how I felt and he would speak to her, but she would never change. He worked Monday through Friday and I swear that she hated that. She would complain to him that she doesn't want him to work because she missed him in the day and that she gets enough benefits that he doesn't need to work. So one day I found out from another family member that my sister-in-law was running me down behind my back, complaining that I'm nasty to her when my brother is at work during the day. Now, I have a condition and I'm on disability because of it, so I don't work, but I also study online and I'm on site on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Also, not to mention that I take care of her child for her on days when I am home. I was never nasty to her because that's just not the kind of person that I am. Also, me and my sons were also still grieving. I eventually got fed up and said that they had to find other arrangements by next week. My brother was fine with that, but guess what? She wasn't. It was coming up to Christmas and she said she can't leave because Christmas is in a few weeks and her kid deserves a proper Christmas. I explained that my sons and I needed our space back and that I was emotionally and physically drained from the grief and also the stress of having to look after her baby for her. And I was cleaning up for her as well all the time, all while she just sits around and does nothing. And she was trying to use this time to look for and a 
apply for other rentals. She didn't like that and suggested that I turn my lounge room into a third bedroom. That way, so my sons could get their own room back. And she was using that against me because they were bunking in my bedroom with me at the time. I said I couldn't believe she had the audacity to even suggest that. Especially after all the awful things she said to me behind my back to other family members. We then eventually got into a massive argument after that. She then said that she was pregnant and called me evil for telling her she had to find somewhere else to stay. But you know what? I really did not believe her, to be completely honest with you. They ended up leaving a few days later. My brother didn't want me and my boys to have to feel like garbage just because of the lies that my sister-in-law was making up. He didn't leave my sister-in-law because he felt obligated to be there, mostly because of her claiming to be pregnant. Plus, he was attached to her little boy and saw him as his own. Thankfully, he did not believe her lies about me because he knows that I'm not like that. Plus, he said that he loved her, so I respected that. But I told him that I honestly think that she's a narcissist. Yeah, this lady sounds absolutely obnoxious, and I would also label her as a narcissist. She treated your home like some kind of lounge, and she didn't do anything. She spent her entire time being there just sitting around, not looking for another place to live, and basically taking advantage of your kindness. Because honestly, in her eyes, why should she leave? You get to take care of her kids? She's got basically a free place to stay? This is all good in her eyes. Which honestly is unacceptable. And it's so irresponsible, it's not even funny. And I'm honestly blown away that this guy would even stick around with this lady. She's clearly taking advantage of him, and she's probably lying about being pregnant. I really would not put it past her. So regardless of what happens, I'm just glad that this lady doesn't live with you anymore. She does not sound like a good person, and she was clearly taking advantage of your kindness. And hopefully moving forward in the future, you don't have to deal with her entitled behavior anymore. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.